<laughs> Not much. Yeah, I think I think it was uh, on my end. How you been? Been a while. Yeah, it's been um, it's been a journey since you and I have done a podcast uh, together the last time. Uh, I moved from El Dorado. Um, I guess I guess about eight months ago, and we moved to Gurdon and went to moved to another church, um, and it's just been. Ooh, it's been a whirlwind. We yep. were living in a one-bedroom cabin for like seven months, seven and a half months, with three wow. teenagers and two dogs. And uh, finally got a piece of property and got it cleared off and, and got got our house moved here. And it's finally starting to calm down a little bit. That's good. And it's it's been a while, and uh, I'm I'm kind of laid up, can't do anything. So I figured, why not start the podcast back up? Just uh, give me something to do. Yeah, how have you been? Uh, not the greatest, not the greatest. Not been my year so far. Uh, New Year's Eve, I went to come down my steps, and. I didn't have my porch light on. And I, I missed two steps. And I'm coming down on my left ankle, and my whole ankle went sideways. Mm. And I didn't get a free trip in an ambulance. It's not broke. It's just the tendons and ligaments are torn so bad that I'm in a boot for six to eight weeks. So, not oh, a good start. Pretty terrible. But other than that, I'm doing fine. Everybody's doing great. Uh, COVID finally hit everybody here at the house. <clears throat> so, yeah, well, we, had it, that. we had it in July, and then we had it again on Christmas. So we had a COVID Christmas. Uh, the first time in July, it was just uh, my wife and I that got it. Uh, we were both pretty sick. And uh, the kids didn't get it, my teenagers. Uh, but this go around, we all got it. And, mm. um, you know, like I said, it was a COVID Christmas. So you know how that goes. So I just oh, isolated yeah. in the deer woods. <laughs> I wish I could do that. But we, uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, she come down with the first. And then my youngest son, he come down with it. And then Felicia come down with it, but it, nobody else else. All they all we all tested negative. Hmm. But then well, three have we're over it now. We're over it. We're out of quarantine, man. I was driving myself nuts. I was ready to get out of here, but I couldn't. <laughs> but I'm glad I'm out. Yeah, Doing a lot better. for sure. But. Uh, I know we were going over things to talk about and kind of know if you had anything you wanted to add before we get started. Oh, man, I just, I hope everyone's doing well. Um, 
get our our listener base back out there and and, and get it back out um, advertisement letting them know that we're doing the podcast again and um, be consistent it was it was really hard when I moved from El Dorado to here when I was staying in that cabin I mean it was such a beautiful place that I was staying in it was I mean the little Missouri River was my front yard like you walked out the front door out the front door and you were looking at the little Missouri River about 15 feet away and so it was a beautiful spot over a 500 acre farm you know just beautiful but i mean you have to pump sunlight in there you was you wouldn't get internet uh, or cell phone service for that matter and so i would have to drive about 15 minutes in town to get any kind of service but yeah i'm just excited to get back at it <laughs> me too i man i remember when i had to i used to have to do that that's a Go outside, get reception now. Broke down, finally got Wi-Fi for everybody. So I'm good. I don't have to worry about that no more. I know that's right. Just, it was a mess. But <clears throat> have you noticed the page has grown quite a bit? Yeah. Yeah, it really has. You know, uh, um, what I've learned uh, just by, you know, observation, it's kind of self sustaining self-sufficient you know and it was really new to us um when we were trying to to build and i think some error that we made and it was only because we were rookies at it Mm -hmm. um we were just trying to do so much so fast and i think we bogged not only ourselves down but also our you know our our facebook group followers and what I noticed is when we took a step back and kind of let it, you know, go on pilot mode, it has really grown. Yeah, I think we're up to 1.5K or something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, it's really awesome. Uh, the idea I took, and I know I mentioned this in a couple of podcasts ago, but the idea that I took that I wanted to start a group up, it's just, again, it's, it's grown into something that I didn't think was possible. Right. Awesome group. Uh, the only downside is the Facebook. Facebook's trying to what? They're trying to shut us out. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I received a message uh, the other day um, because of some, no pun intended, but trigger words that were used um, in a couple of different Facebook posts, you know, and they're just, they're going to try to knock you off for, oh, yeah. for every little thing that we say, but we just try to clean it up and, and, and keep going, you know, and also uh, really once, once this episode hits, if anyone's listening that knows where I can get a, a can of camo dust, I owe one of our followers a can of camo dust, but here where I'm at, I have had no luck to get it, and she won it on opening weekend, and I owe her that can of camo dust, and, and so I really need to get my hands on one. That's funny you say that, because I have it come across 
any camo does. That's pro. I know it's out it. there. It's, it's got to be out there for sure. And so, if any of our listeners knows where to get it, I'd be more than happy to buy it. I just need to get it shipped to our winner from a couple of months ago. She's probably upset or frustrated at me now, but we'll get it and get it to her. Well, we always make good on our word. Uh, we'll try to throw in a couple extra things in our core. Yeah, we'll take care of her. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's great to be back. Uh, I, I really don't have any good hunting stories this year. Uh, again, between us having COVID and me, my foot and life going around and around. I just haven't been doing much hunting. Well, I definitely have a better hunting season this year than I did last year. Because if you remember, um, one of our last podcasts uh, before I moved, it was at the end of deer season. And I was so frustrated. Oh, I yeah. Had, uh, I missed the that last deer season. I missed the biggest buck of my life the day before uh, muzzleloading season. Um, I shot. My bow made a popping noise. He ducked or he dipped down. And I mean, that the arrow probably knocked the hairs off of his spine. And, you know, I, I took all the blame for it. You know, um, I practiced and practiced and practiced and tried to buy, you know, the best of the best that I can afford and so forth and so on. Well, oddly enough, it kept making a popping noise and I took it to my guy in El Dorado, uh, Brent. He owns Slinging Arrows. If you're in South Arkansas and need an archery shop, uh, he's fantastic. He has great prices and he will help you from open to close. Um, but I kept taking it to him and he would even hear this popping noise. Every time I would draw back, as soon as you got to the breakover, you would hear this pop and it was more of a crackle and he thought it was in the handle and we took the handle grip off and replaced it and looked at all these different things and it would still do it and we couldn't figure it out. Um, then I missed or I shot two doe on two different occasions that same year last last year and couldn't find either one of them oh Um, clean i shot clean through them uh the arrows were covered from one end to the other in blood we had great blood trails we looked and looked for both of them could never find them we actually had a, a special guest on the podcast with this donnie deaton uh i don't know if you remember that episode And I was telling that story, and I was so frustrated because the last doe that we had tracked, I had my wife on her hands hands and knees uh, 500 yards in the woods looking for this deer, and I said, I'm getting a hunting hunting dog. I'm never doing this again. That turned out great for you. You get you a dog? Well, 
Well, guys, it seems like we lost both. Um, I guess we'll try to get him later. Uh, but, yeah, we're starting the podcast back up. We're working out the team. Yeah, I can hear you now. Hello? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I don't know what that's weird. Where'd you lose? Where'd you lose me at? Uh, right when she was on her hands and knees at five hundred yards. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what happened um, <clears throat> with the recording. That always makes for uh, bad content, but it, I think it was on my end. My phone went black. But anyhow, long story short, um, I was telling that story on one of our last podcasts. And uh, Donnie Deaton was one of our, he was our special guest. And out of that podcast, I got my own tracking dog. And um, I love him. Uh, the dog's name Cy, like Uncle Cy off of Duck Dynasty. <laughs> and uh, so when we were, when we moved to Gurdon, and the first time we had COVID, which was in July, um, I wanted to shoot, and so I asked my boys, my teenage boys, because they both shoot as well. I said, y'all want to go outside and shoot? We're all in quarantine, and they were like, yeah, let's go. And so I set up the targets, and uh, we were shooting. And as I started the third round of us shooting, I drew back on my bow, and it cracked and made a loud popping noise, shot the arrow probably 65 70 yards away and that popping noise that happened from last season that i was telling you about a second ago was because yeah. the bow was cracking and, and so the bow Ooh. was destroyed and um but i got a new bow well, it's not new it's new to me it's um a cabela blackout it works well and, um, man, but I, I've had kind of a bad season, but I, I did heart, I did kill a deer the, uh, the day after Thanksgiving, uh, I had a, a pretty big, uh, doe walk out and, uh, you know, I took her at 26 yards. Um, you know, she ran off and, and we got her. And then I had a buddy of mine shoot a deer on a farm that we hunt on out here in Gurdon. And uh, I got to use my hunting dog for the first time, and uh, it was it was a good experience. I had a man out of North Arkansas donated me a handheld and a collar for him, and uh, you know to to use while I'm tracking. Uh, yeah, you know, he tracked the deer, and I don't know about twenty about twenty minutes and around 170 yards uh, in the dark and thickets. Uh, man, <laughs> tracking is something else for sure. And, it, you know, it's an addiction. It's an adrenaline rush, like hunting. It's just, it's it's really weird. And so, yeah, now I'm trying this tracking thing, and we'll see where it goes. Well, I have a tracking dog, but he's more of a house dog than anything. So, if that tells you, I'm yeah. pulling too much. Oh, yeah, my wife tried to bring him inside, and I said, no, we're not going to fool him. We're not going to run him. He is a hunting dog. 
Well, I got him, uh, this lady off of Facebook, uh, we were flipping through one of them pages, and she said he was a Kalahua and a pit bull. I said, there's no way this dog is pit bull. So I go and look at him, and come to find out, he's a Kalahua and a foxhound. And he's supposed to be medium size. So right now he's he probably comes up to my my knees. They about the biggest he's gonna get. And he is just something else. Like I said, the kids, they all love him. He he is still in that puppy mode and <laughs> I I try to get out there and uh, work with him, but he's just Squirrel and he looks one way and I'm looking the other, so we don't click yet. Yeah, I mean, I was really blessed in in my situation. I didn't have to train Sai. He was already trained and ready to go, and and so I didn't, you know, really have to to do any of that. You know, he had when I when I got him, he had quite a few recoveries under his belt, and so it was like riding a bicycle for him. He hadn't went on a track in a couple of years. And, um, man, I threw a collar on him and, you know, the rest was history. He found, he found my buddy's deer and like I say, about 20 minutes, 175 yards away. And so, you know, I, I don't know, but I, I'm thankful. I'm blessed for the, the meat that I got to put in the freezer for my family. I you know, as I said last year on our podcast, I, I I hunt until the very last day if I have the tags. Obviously, I've only taken one deer, so I have tags. I'm still hunting, and uh, I hope to put at least one more in the freezer. But it has been a terrible season. I haven't seen one buck, one shooter, oh. buck, one legal buck. I have not. I have not seen one. Well, uh, that brings me to my next one. What is up with these deer? This this season, Where, you know, I, I, you know in, I don't know. I've, I've, it's kind of weird because one, I can see a herd of them. Okay, I can I, I can be out there when I could. I was out there. I can see six or seven. Now I can get out there and I'll be out there hunting, and I don't see a single thing. From right, yeah, I know. I've seen a bunch of guys on. On different it, hunting it, groups that are complaining. They're just, I don't know what's wrong with them this year. Yeah. One minute you'll see them, next minute you won't, and they won't come back. We've had some crazy that weather. That, and that's probably what's good is the weather. So. I guess I'm my hunting season's over this year. I'll look for it till next year. Yeah. Because uh, boss lady, she won't let me get up in the deer stand with a boot on. So. Hey, you got to listen to her for sure. And I dang sure ain't gonna get up in a stand up blind. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I'm too big. For that. Yeah, my my dad's <laughs> hunting out of a ground blind. Well, you know, my dad had double knee replacement, 
So he can't climb up a ladder. And so I've got him in a ground blind right now. Well, obviously oh. not right now. <laughs> oh, crap. You forgot about but it. For this deer. Yeah. For this deer season, <laughs> he's hunting out of a ground blind. So. Well, I splurged a little bit. I went out and bought a two person, six foot uh, deer stand. I uh, only got to use it maybe six times this year before I messed my leg up. So I'll get better to use of it next well, year. Well, you know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, if the good Lord allows us to be here for next year season, we've all always got next year season. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm already ready. And this thing's going to be with. Right. Yeah, we're, uh, you know, going to transfer, you know, transition over to some some bass and catfishing. And I was going to turkey hunt for the first time last year, and it was just so crazy with everything. And then we were getting ready to move and so forth. But I am going to turkey hunt the first time this year. So I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to that. Well, good luck on that. I really do. I'm going to talk to myself. So it's either going to go really well or it's going to be a plane crash. But, you know, looking back on all the guests we have, uh, really there's too many to name. There's too many to count. Uh, you know, it's, this podcast means more to me than my outdoors in general. I love our fan group, our fan base. You know, they're, they're all nice. They, they all respectful, but if I can get on here and talk, just, just to talk about our guys and girls that are on the group or just tell stories, you know. I'd rather do this than anything else. It's right on. Uh, I cre- we created something from scratch. Now, this is what I want to do: is create my outdoors podcast and build it up from nothing to something. So I'm well, gonna go back and do uh, Have some. Ge- Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I was just going to tell you, I definitely got some, I definitely have some, um, some special guests lined up for sure. Well, if you want to start back doing it with me, uh, say every Saturday night, you know, I'll be more than glad. We don't have to jump right into it, you know. We can maybe do it. Yeah, once yeah, I think we should. Week. I think we should definitely. No, I think we, we should definitely drop one, one a week. I mean, that sounds fine with me, man. I, I enjoy these talks. I enjoy how our guests come on. It's, it's how you get to know somebody better. Yeah, for sure. If it's just sitting down talking in person or over the phone, I, you know. I've met so many new people uh, last year during the podcast that now I'm good friends with. And it's just amazing that 
there's people out there that share the same interests and love something that you love to do as well. That you can share that bond with. And yeah, that goes. Oh yeah, most so, definitely. That goes with uh, you know Donnie. Um, when I met him on on the podcast, and then got Sai from him. Um, I met him at the Prescott drag strip to pick Cy up because that was about halfway or, well, I mean, it wasn't halfway. It was where he could meet me. Uh, anyhow, I, um, I drove from El Dorado to the drag strip and picked him, picked Cy up. Well, come to find out he lives pretty close to me now. And so, uh, we we live in the same community. That's good. Yeah. Like I said, you never know who you'll meet oh, out there. Sure. You just become neighbors with. So. But I think we ought to end it here. I don't want to keep you up too late. Yep. Uh, it, oh, again, good, it was, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited about it, man. And we'll, we'll get it going. And, uh, I guess this is just like really the intro into the new the new season. Yeah, so, uh, it's gonna be uh, in the end, just new season. Uh, many more to come, and I cannot wait to build this audience and build our fan base up on here. And I'm looking forward to. I'm already looking forward to the next one. Yeah, for sure. But it's well, been all right, great, man. It was. Uh, I will see you. Yeah, I definitely got to work on my uh, 